Good morning. And welcome to Radio Faces, Ugly People, Ugly Opinions. My name is Beatrice. My name is Angel. Angel and I met on uh, Valentine's Day uh, in the middle of the worst date ever. Not with each other. Never. Obviously. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we we glanced at each other from across the the table. And um, you had a a bear with you that was about half the size of you. And uh, you had a you had embarrassment that was full size, full size, full size, my full body length. Yep, definitely. <laughs> as as was noted after the end of the last episode, you can't spell uh, embarrassment without bear in it. <laughs> and then I, I I was arguing with someone over Minority Report, and yeah. uh, it was going nowhere fast, making out fiercely. Yeah, it was yeah. it was awful, but. Uh, Somehow, in in the midst of all this, like very underwhelming chaos, we uh, we locked eyes, and we were like, "You, you want to get out of here? Let's let's get out of here." Yeah. What are we doing? Fucking around with fucking boring ass dudes. All these fuck boys. Yeah. Do you want to stop with the fuck boys, and do you want to start with a forever girl? <laughs> Don't laugh at that. She has such a look of shame on her. I'm I'm, I'm full size embarrassed. <laughs> You're I miss you bear. I am I miss you bear. Yeah, yeah. You're getting an I miss you bear after this. You're not going to talk to me for a few weeks, and I'm going to show up at your job with I miss you bear. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So I'm already so sorry. <laughs> so from that shame, uh, we gave birth to this podcast. Totally, because all of our actions. The roots of them are shame. Yeah. Yeah. Shame and the covering of shame. Yep. Like little kitties and litter boxes. Exactly. <laughs> Cover your shame. Exactly. So here we are. So, uh, <laughs> uh, for, for this episode, I wanted to share with you um, some research I was mm-hmm. doing that it, it, it took me down a, a rabbit hole, I should say, on... Uh, the Las Vegas Zoo that we had on Rancho from 1979 to oh, 2013. Shit. Yeah. I didn't know it was from 79. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so for, for those of you not from Las Vegas, uh, the Las Vegas Zoo is kind of like when you grew up in an abusive household and everyone knew that bad stuff was going on, but nobody really talked about it. <laughs> They drive by your house. Totally, and yeah. Like, that's a lot of bad stuff happening. Yeah, there. we we don't we don't play with the kids over there because it's it's really sad. <laughs> like everyone in Las Vegas went to that zoo at least once, yeah. or or knew someone intimately who went and warned them vigorously not to go because yeah. this zoo was the saddest thing you've ever fucking seen. So it was on Vegas and Rancho. It was on a pretty big spread of of acreage. Yeah. And when you drove by it, it was a concrete wall that had uh, 
zoo spray painted on the side of it with like the saddest looking chimpanzee mural. Here is a picture. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and if you somehow saw that and still thought, I want to see what's on the other side. <laughs> Uh, and, and, and you walked in, you walked into abject horror. Yeah. Okay. Like there were definitely a spread of animals that you wouldn't expect to see like at like say Bonnie Springs, which is another area that we had, you know, animals and, right, um, right. and stuff in Las Vegas for a while. Cause Bonnie Springs would be like, you know, here's some goats. Here's like, like a petting zoo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this one, they actually had like a couple tigers. Oh. They had monkeys, like they, they eat proper, right, right, <laughs> right. So everybody was, like I said, was taken there once as a child, maybe by a curious parent, you know, or like a field trip, right? Exactly, and uh, never went back yeah. because <laughs> even as children, you know, when you see something horrible, <laughs> and uh, like you know, things that are horrible, if you don't stay on top of them, you don't really know what happens. So in in 2013, I was working at a job where, you know, it was working with kids and uh, one of the people there like low key humble bragged, well, I got an in at the Las Vegas Zoo. And I'm like, no, you don't. The one on Rancho. They're like, yeah, "Yeah." I'm like, it's still open. (laughs) And uh, this coworker let me know, yeah, it's still open. And I, I take kids there all the time. I'm like, why? Why do you do that? Well, because they could take them in for free. I'm like, but still, but why? Why would you do that? Like, car you, crashes are free. Car crashes. You don't take kids free. there. <laughs> exactly. So uh, maybe four months after this coworker, you know, drops this like fresh content on me, they say that uh, the zoo's closing and they have to like evacuate all the animals out of it. So oh no, I know. So what what led me down this path was I was thinking about the. Um, the Rusinmore in Moapa. Yeah. Right? And I was like, man, I was like, that was really cool. Like, that was a really cool, like, you I know. I went there on the last day it was open. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was thinking about it, and I'm like, man, what happened to that Las Vegas Zoo? Because I knew it closed <laughs> in 2013. Yeah. <laughs> but let me let me look it up. So I, I ended up finding a, an article on it, and it gave, like, a pretty comprehensive history of what oh, was going on no. at the zoo. So I thought I'd I'd share it with you. <laughs> so um this this was written right after right when it was closing okay. in the review journal. Okay. And um <clears throat> it starts off by saying that their federal officials were removing animals from the park. The feds came in? The feds came in. Okay. <laughs> But a sign on the front gate says the facility is closed to the public for upgrades. <laughs> so this this is the start of an obviously transparent company that's not lying to people. Can I just interject? When he said the feds were there, all I could think about was that scene from The Simpsons when Moe and a bunch of people were sneaking a killer whale. <laughs> ah, Jesus, the feds! <laughs> like running in the whales. Like, Ooh. Right? <laughs> Live footage from the Las Vegas Zoo. <laughs> so close for upgrades. Yeah. Yeah. This is the next paragraph. In its 30 years of operation, the Las Vegas Zoo on Rancho Drive has been cited by government agencies. Oh, no. Sued. 
come under fire from employees and had several animals die. Oh. Recently, OSHA and the U.S. Department of Agriculture cited and fined the facility. Holy shit. Last year, state OSHA investigators fined the zoo more than $13,000 for electrical safety violations. <gasps> The latest inspection from the USDA in July 2010 revealed insufficient shade for several of the animals. Wow. So when you mentioned, oh, wow, they were so hot. Yeah, they were fucking hot. They were dying of heat exhaustion. Totally. Because, as everyone knows, it's really hot in Las Vegas. Yeah. And you definitely, when you're taking exotic animals that are in lush environments or like... The jungle. The jungle, and you're putting them in the fucking desert. Uh... The report stated that goats in the petting zoo were hiding under a small amount of shade as the temperatures reached 104 degrees. And that's not even a really hot day for <laughs> Vegas. No. That's like, um, like that that's could be. May. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. Um, zoo owner Pat Dingle <laughs> of the proud Dingle family. <laughs> you know, Do they have you, a berry farm? Yes. <laughs> in Las Vegas, you, you, you know when you're schmoozing. When you're when you're talking to a dingle, when you're rubbing elbows with a dingle, right? <laughs> Every, everybody is so aware, and and they know of the dingle family. They know the dingle juice. Yes, uh, Pat Dingle was cited for misdemeanor battery after a confrontation with a TV news reporter. Oh fuck! Who called police? Las Vegas police spokeswoman Laura Meltzer said, <laughs> "Dingle." Did not return several calls for comment. <laughs> uh, Tanya Espinoza, a spokeswoman with the USDA, said Dingle is working with the agency to move the animals. So, uh, where are the animals coming from, you say? Well, the renowned San Diego Zoo loaned several of its animals... No. Yep, to the Las Vegas Zoo for decades. But no animals had been on loan there since 2011. Wow. Um... According to the San Diego Zoo, the Las Vegas Zoo was working toward a higher standard of care that could have led it to becoming a nationally accredited zoo, but it was not able to continue the effort. That is the most, like, PR fucking... Bureaucratic. Su- oh, oh, oh my gosh. You were giving animals to this place that right. was killing them. Just say it. Right. And, like, for people who don't know, maybe international listeners, the San Diego Zoo... Like, zoos are already kind of depressing. Sure. But the San Diego Zoo is lit. Yeah. Like, they, I feel, take care of their animals pretty well. Mm-hmm. Like, the enclosures are incredible. Mm-hmm. As much as you can offer, you know, keeping sure. wild animals in habitat. It doesn't feel as exploitative as other zoos. No. Is it exploitative? Yes. Yeah. But is it as exploitative as, you know, like, other ones? No. no. They at least have some. They're well cared for. Yeah. Which is, I guess, what you can hope for in a situation like that. Right. So these animals are going from... A five-star hotel <laughs> to the Santa Fe. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. Oh, yep. Uh, Dingle opened the zoo in 1981. Oh, correction. I said 79. It was 81. God. <clears throat> Dingle opened the zoo in 1981 after spending several years with the North Las Vegas Police Department. He's a cop. He's a cop who owns the zoo. ACAB. Okay. All right. <laughs> Fight me on this. (laughs) Fucking fight me on this. Okay. Dingle rose to become a detective in North Las Vegas, and he raised birds in his yard as a hobby. By 1979, 
His hobby had become a business. He opened, <laughs> for the birds, an exotic bird shop. <laughs> okay, I can get behind that. <laughs> I'm getting a real Michael Douglas falling down vibe, though. Are you? Like, yeah. I'm picturing, like, a, I don't know, like a David Berkowitz vibe. <laughs> I know David Berkowitz was never a cop, but, like, I'm imagining David Berkowitz with, like, a little, like, you know, NYPD, like, little hat and, like, a little baton, and that's how I'm... The birds are telling him to kill people. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That seems more ominous than a dog. No, totally. Totally. And, uh, Lieutenant? Sergeant? I wonder what his rank was as a detective. Detective Dingle. Yeah. Detective Dingle. Calling on cases. Yes, yes, I am a real police officer. Right. Hello? Hello? <laughs> yeah. Which makes sense for North Las Vegas Police. P.S. Google North Las Vegas Police Department when you have a chance and look at the Wikipedia and you'll see what we're talking about. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, it did so well, he decided to retire from the force and concentrate on the business. Eventually, Dingle started a petting zoo at the bird shop. And it became so popular, he said... That he used a $25,000 small business administration loan to start a zoo. Does, does that... <clears throat> sorry to cut you up. Does... Does that seem fraudulent? I, like, oh. when, you, when you go in for a loan, they ask you, what are you going to use this money for? And, like, a small business admin loan doesn't translate to zoo sure. to me. Sure. I mean, my guess is, and, and as... As we get further into this. Yeah, as we, as we dig. <laughs> as we dig further, uh, you will see. All right. But my guess is that um, there was never any oversight here. No. I don't know if there was no oversight because of who he was, that he was a cop, that, you know, people just, there's no oversight just with business stuff in general. Yeah. And like... Um, Nobody cared because it was animals. I don't know what it was. I mean, the mobsters were getting character loans to build casinos. Sure. Right. Good point. The zoo, though small, led to dreams of a much larger operation. In the early days, Dingle planned to use uh, 200 plus acres he had leased near Floyd Lamb State Park to eventually open a zoo. Wow. He dreamed would be two and a half times as large as the San Diego Zoo. Okay. But the tiny zoo he did open on Rancho never took off as he had hoped. And by the late 80s, problems began to crop up. Now, keep in mind, he opened the zoo 1981. 81. All right. So you would hope that these chronic problems and stuff, you could at least say, well, maybe it started happening later on. You know, things started to fall apart. And it's like, no, it it started pretty quickly. From the jump. All right. In 1987, a leopard escaped. Oh, fuck. Police had to shoot it before it killed someone. Oh. In 1989, a slew of former employees began lodging complaints against the zoo with authorities. They said the the conditions were not fit for animals, the snack bar was unsanitary, and Dingle did not listen to sound medical advice from his veterinarians. Now, keep in mind, he's a cop. Right. He's not a vet. Right. And I'm going to guess, maybe he knows his way around an exotic bird... That does not translate to, you know, how to take care of leopards. A big cat. Exactly. Yeah. That summer, which was 1989, during a free admission promotion on a Saturday, there were so many visitors that the zoo sold 10 times the normal amount of feed it would sell on a Saturday. The visitors fed the sheep and goats so much that three of them died from overeating. Oh. Right? 
This is terrible. <laughs> Federal authorities investigated the complaints and cited the zoo, forcing Dingle to improve the animal habitats. He eventually made the necessary report repairs. Spoiler alert. No, he fucking didn't. No, he didn't. Ugh. The local authority shut down the zoo's snack bar and refused to grant a permit to allow it to reopen. So, it's not just he's killing animals and he's being awful to employees. His snack bar is unsanitary, too. It's It's like people sick. It's like, what's that? Like, uh, Clark County Health District, the fucking OSHA, the, you know, who... This guy was a real piece of shit. (laughs) Now, here's where things get very interesting. In 1989, same year, the city of Las Vegas loaned the zoo more than $150,000 in federal housing and urban development money intended for low- and middle-income families on the theory that it would create jobs for the zoo. So he got HUD money. He got HUD money for the zoo to say, oh, I'm going to create jobs for middle- and low-income. That's fucked up. Government always gets his money back. <laughs> he used the money to pay himself and his wife, buy a parking lot, and make federally mandated changes and other improvements, including to the snack bar. The loan never created jobs. Wow. And the city sued to force him to repay it. Wow. Now, all right, you're a dumbass cop. You yeah. own this dumbass zoo. And you just committed a dumbass crime. Right. That's a crime. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, Angel used the word fraud. Uh, yeah. When you're given a mu- you're given $150,000 in 1989, which now that would be like half a, a mil. Half a mil easy. Yeah. Okay. You're given this money specifically to use to create jobs, and you're not doing that. Right. Uh, it's, it, called, it's called misappropriation of funds. It sure is. And that's fraud. And yeah. uh, if you or me do that, where do we go? We go to jail. Federal prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's Las Vegas. And then Las he's Vegas. A cop. And, and he's a cop. And also, uh, Las Vegas is very interesting. I don't know if you ever saw the documentary Cocaine Cowboys. No. Okay. So there's this line in there where one of the guys talking, he used to be associated with the Italian mob. And then he had uh, associations with the Colombian cartel. And he said that one of the differences he found between the Colombian cartel and the Italian mob is that the Colombian cartel, they don't want to lose face. So if you fuck them over, they're just going to kill you. They don't care if they get their money back or not. Right. They're going to kill you because you embarrass them. Right. Where the mafia... They're going to work with you to get their money back. So if you fuck them over in a deal, yeah, they might assault you. They might do all this stuff, but they want that money back. However, they're going to figure it out. Right. Right. I'm not saying one is right or one's wrong. That's just an observation. You know, he made, they're both wrong. Yeah. (laughs) So this is what they, this is what the Las Vegas uh, government did. Um, uh, Las Vegas city, I should say. Uh, because they operate like the Italian mafia. Yeah. They uh, gave a, granted forgiveness on the loan in exchange for his 240 acres near Floyd Lamb State Park. <laughs> yep. The land is worth more than the loan. Yep. This actual stupid motherfucker, okay? So, uh... I don't know about you, but you and I are very similar. I'm going to go to prison before I give the fucking city 240 acres of land. (laughs) Especially Floyd Lamb State Park. You fucking... 
Now, if that in itself, and this was all by 1989, so in the fucking eight years this zoo was open, right. this motherfucker's making stupid mistake after stupid mistake after stupid mistake. You gave up 240 acres of land so you'd be forgiven on a fucking loan? Like, this guy is the stupidest person to ever own yeah. a business in the history of fucking Las Vegas. Did they ever develop that land? Yeah. Uh, is it housing now? It's not. I don't think it's housing, but like, you know, they have like weddings there. Like they have like, uh, yeah, it's fucking. Even if he just sat on the land yeah. for all this time, like 30 plus years mm-hmm. later, it'd be worth some fucking money. It really would be. Yeah. And uh, for some reason, this actual horse's ass <laughs> would rather give up that than go to prison, which. It's a white collar crime. It's a white collar crime. He'll be out in three to five. Exactly. Yeah. Idiot. Fucking uh, minimum coward. security. Yeah. yeah. Fucking coward. I really hate this guy. If if that's not evident. <laughs> I had a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> so uh <clears throat> he he gives them the land, all is forgiven. Mm-hmm. Then, nineteen ninety three, an ape died in the zoo. Look, I hate zoos as it is. Okay. Um, If you look at a primate and you don't see a person, (laughs) they're people. Okay. Look up Coco. Yeah, right? Coco and All Ball. Yeah. Killing an ape, like, I I, I mean, nobody's down for killing animals anyway. But like an ape is, is, is almost chromosomally us. Yeah. Okay. Like... And and they they have a complex range of feelings and they're intelligent and whatever. Yeah. You fucking killed an ape. They have like a community and they have a society. Mm-hmm. They have funerals. They study that in the wild that when one of their fellow members of the community dies, they all like they take care of the body and they say goodbye. Aww. Like that is an advanced fucking species. Yeah. Yeah. And he killed them. Killed them. He killed a fucking ape. This motherfucker. Uh, so authorities investigated, fined the zoo, and forced it to close for a week. Oh, all right. For a week. Seven days. Yeah. Hasn't this man suffered enough? <laughs> then uh, four years later, 1997, a lion at the zoo died after eating a rubber ball. Oh. It later turned out the lion had died of cancer. But does that matter? Why, why is the lion eating the fucking rubber ball? Why is a, a lion riddled with cancer still in a zoo? Totally. Totally. So, uh, that zoo <laughs> remained open for a long time, obviously. I, I can't believe it was open to 2013. 2013. Yeah. And, like, that's just all the reports they had from then, you know. Yeah. So, I went there on a field trip for my zoology honors class in high school. In the, let's see. So, it was 99, I want to say. Yeah. And uh, it was awful. <laughs> I never went. Mm-hmm. It was awful. Like, and, and the thing is, is that when you're on Rancho, like, back then, too, like, Sometimes you would drive by, or if you were, like, I'd go to Chicago Hot Dog all the time. You could sometimes hear the lions. (laughs) It's the saddest thing ever to hear these fucking lions, you know? Right. Um, The lions had chola names, which I kind of appreciated. Like, one lion was called, like, Shy Girl, and, like... (laughs) Another one was Sleepy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Whispers, like... (laughs) 
Yeah. And uh, again, like anybody listening to this that's, you know, from Las Vegas, I'm sure you have your your yeah. Las Vegas Zoo stories, too, because yeah. they're all sad. Um, one of the uh, guys in my class, he was from Tanzania, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he had grown up around wild animals and everything. So he was really cool in the zoology class because, like, you know, he had, like, all these different experiences and all these things that he brought in. Yeah. And, like, I remember when we got to the zoo, he was like, hmm. Like, this is depressing, (laughs) you know? Yeah. (laughs) It was pretty bad. Holy shit. Yeah. So, uh, now, even though I'm a bummer person and I like to talk about bummer things, um, I also like to make things that are bummer a little funny. And um, this has inspired me, the Las Vegas Zoo. Um, And I feel like this is a meme waiting to happen. Yeah. Should I say? Because... uh, it's memeable. It's memeable. Yeah. Because um, how sad and pathetic the Las Vegas Zoo is, is definitely comparable to how sad and pathetic, like... Las Vegas is. Las Vegas is. It's, yeah. It's very meta. It's very meta. It, it it can translate to how sad and pathetic, like, you know, your your dating life has been. It could translate <laughs> to how sad and pathetic you are. I mean, there's, there, there's a lot of range there's a lot here. Of, yeah. 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 So... This was pretty informal, but you and I started, like, a little uh, back and forth. We started riffing. Yeah, we started riffing. Yeah. A little back and forth. <laughs> and we thought, you know, hey, this is something that we might be able to share that, you know, everybody will laugh at. So yeah. we present to you the, hey, boy, are you the shuttered Las Vegas Zoo on Rancho? Uh, jokes. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, we, we, we started off with, uh, hey boy, are you the shuttered Las Vegas Zoo on Rancho? Because I feel like this all should have been shut down years ago. <laughs> and I said, hey boy, are you the shuttered Las Vegas Zoo on Rancho? Because I feel like I've already asked you to leave. <laughs> hey boy, are you the shuttered Las Vegas Zoo on Rancho? Because everything inside you is dead. Hey boy. Are you the shuttered Las Vegas Zoo and Rancho? Because I've already called the police. (laughs) Hey, hey boy. Are you the shuttered Las Vegas Zoo and Rancho? Because your existence is uncomfortable. Hey, boy. Are you the shuttered Las Vegas Zoo and Rancho? Because we're asking ourselves why we've let this go on this long. It actually went on, like... It went on... (laughs) Two decades. Two decades longer than it should (laughs) have. Hey, boy, are you the shuttered Las Vegas Zoo on Rancho? Because I can't stop crying. (laughs) (laughs) So, so much range, guys. Yeah, really. So much fucking range. Definitely. And this is our gift to you. Yeah. Uh, We we, we know that there's there's some material here. And um, if you're going to pull anything out of the out of the shuttered ashes of these poor animals suffering. Yeah. Uh, maybe some jokes, maybe some memes. Put it on the page. I was not able to find where Detective Dingle is. I definitely tried to look him up because... He's gotta still be in town. Yeah. You know who actually got a win and started some shit, too, was PETA, which was fantastic. Uh, I wish PETA would have, like, really dropped the hammer on them, you know? Yeah. But, you know, they got their their collective hands and, like... Paws. And their paws and so many different, like things a lot of them stupid yeah. that they can't focus on uh you know yeah. actual like this which is horrible yeah you know 
Whatever happened to the animals? They relocated them. Uh, I know the San Diego Zoo took back their animals, but that they took their animals back in 2011, and it didn't actually shut down until 2013. Right. So as far as the other ones, I, I think it said that the U.S. Department of Health was relocating them. So Department of Agriculture, that's what it was. <sighs> yeah. Hopefully they went to a rescue, uh, but that was horrible. <laughs> Yeah. It when my friend Laura had her birthday, she'd planned to go to Rusenmore. Aww. And I remember the tickets being kind of expensive. Yeah. And we ended up going the way the date fell with her birthday and the party, you know, like dinner to follow was the very last day Rusenmore was in operation. Oh wow. So they were just fucking letting people walk in at that yeah, point. Totally. Like, for free. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Um and when I had asked one of the, the workers, they're like, what's going to happen to all these animals? And I'm like, oh, they're going to become educational animals. I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, is that animal testing? Educational like, beer, yeah. <laughs> like, what is this? So there, there was this bear cat named, yeah. named Frito. Yeah, because he smelled like chippies. Yeah, he totally, totally smelled like Frito, Frito chips in there. And the kid was so attached to that. To Frito. Aww. Um, and I know he'd been asked all day, like, what's going to happen to Frito? So I asked him. He's like, he told me. And Laura's then boyfriend's like, I saw that kid crying in the men's room. Oh, <laughs> like, how fucking sad. Yeah. Bruce and Moore was run by two vets and they seemed, now I don't know everything. They seemed more ethical. They seemed more like education focused and everything and the animals they were taking in were rescues you yeah. know so that made it a little bit different for me but they were still getting cited for a lot of the same things that's true yeah like, i know they got cited for like not having the handicap access right it was that and there were some concerns i think about the the treatment and like the enclosures oh shit okay also, then never mind and like where the uh sanctuary was set like it was right next to a town like, he drove past an elementary school, so there were concerns if, like, the animals escaped, mm-hmm. um, if they would, you know, hurt anyone nearby. Did they have any animals there that would... They I had some big cats. They had some big cats. They had, yeah. like, a... I think they had an ocelot. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a, a lot of camels. Yeah. Which sweet. They had the sloth, and they named her Ambien. <laughs> so they just put her... Her little like jungle gym, and she would just she just hung, Ugh. immobile, yeah, <laughs> sleeping. How yeah. sweet, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, you know what? Fuck zoos. Fuck yeah. Zoos are fucks. Yeah. I mean, you know, we we all saw Blackfish, and I didn't. I I can't oh, watch it. You didn't see Blackfish. No. Animal. So three things that just cut to the core of me. Mm-hmm. Cruelty to animals, mm-hmm. cruelty to children, mm-hmm. and cruelty th- to elders. Yeah. That's just like, why do I want to ruin the rest of my year? I'm sure. not going to watch it. <laughs> yeah. You're going to, you're definitely going to cry watching Blackfish because yeah. I know I did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, killer whales are also very super smart. Super smart, very emotional, intuitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, I'm good. They had a scene <laughs> where, like, they had a whale in captivity that had given birth, and then they separated the calf so that they could sell the calf or, yeah. you know, move the calf right away. Yeah. And, like, you just hear this 
she screamed for her baby screaming for her baby yeah you know and like they were showing that like when they capture them in the wild too that um the pod knew that like the fishermen were trying to catch because there was a baby there so they were doing all this stuff to like try to divert them and like you know whatever it was crazy like Yeah. yeah don't don't go to zoos yeah they're bad these are bad. Mm-hmm. Circuses. Ugh. Definitely don't go to circuses. So fucking sad. I mean, you know, because pe- people try to take the educational angle, right? And it's like, you know, you want to teach children about animals, but it's like, all right, well, kids know sh- a shit ton about dinosaurs and they don't have to see a dinosaur, you right. know? Right. So. Because they walked with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely walked Jesus with Jesus. Jesus totally rode. A brachiosaurus. He did, yeah. Oh, I want to ride a brachiosaurus. Right. What happened to brontosauruses? When, like, when did we agree as a society? Yeah, that right. Exist? Yeah. I think I think that was like what mid nineties something. It was later for me when I discovered that because mm-hmm. I was working with kids and I was like, "What about a brontosaurus?" Like, that's not a thing. Like, I had like a eight year old tell like school me on dinosaurs. Yeah, it's like brontosaurus and and Pluto. They're hanging out yeah. together somewhere. Yeah, in the ether of time. Yeah. Oh, I love brontosaurus. <laughs> I know. A little derpy head, Aww, long neck. I did have a little derpy head. Not a thing. All your toys and books are alive. You tell Don Bluth there's no brontosaurus. <laughs> you tell him. <laughs> zoos, zoos are fucks. Mm-hmm. Brontosaurus is real. All cops are bastards. This has been Radio Faces. Thank you. Thank you. Radio Faces, Radio Faces, we're talking out about Radio Faces, Radio Times and Radio Places, with the flowers on your grave in Radio Faces, so take out your clothes, out of your radio suitcases, and lace up your shoes with